Hi out there, I'm Pat Pauly, and I'd like to welcome you to my show, Artbeat Northwest. Each week, we interview people from the local art scene and talk about art events in the coming weeks in the Pacific Northwest. And today, we're talking with folks from the Seattle Recycled Arts Festival. And here in studio are Michael Arndt, director of Seattle Recycled Arts Festival. Welcome, Michael. Thank you, Patty. And in addition, Claire Mendelson is here. She's their Artists in Action organizer. Welcome, Claire. Happy to be here. Thanks. And also with us is Donovan Allen, their outdoor sculpture organizer and a sculptor himself. Welcome, Donovan. Thank you. And we're, of course, so happy you could be right here in the studio with us. Before we get started, though, let's talk about a few other events in our area. You know, I want to remind everyone to visit the newly remodeled third floor of the King Street Station, uh, their Yahout Art Show. They have 280 works from Indigenous artists on display until August 3rd. And this um, Yahout Show celebrates the Native Salish tribe and Actually, the name means together we can lift the sky. And if you haven't been to the King Street Station recently, you know, the lower level was redone in 2008. I have not been there since the lower level was redone, but it's back to its former glory uh, like it was when it was built in 1906 after a $50 million remodel. Have you all been there? Mm -hmm. And it should be fabulous. And then... They just recently spent many million uh, uh, totally redoing the third floor. Uh, And that was just completed and opened March 23rd. So the whole thing is fabulous. we got to all go see it. Um, So anyway, I'm going to take a whole group of people there this weekend, and we're going to really look around and see what we've missed over the years. But it's a big project and a big change. Now, if you're an opera uh, fan, or even if you're not, this is the first opera I ever saw. Carmen, what an opera is coming up May 4th, 19th at Seattle Opera with lots of instantly recognizable melodies and masterful arias, beloved across the globe. Uh, It has an intriguing romantic plot with a of course, a tragic ending. Seems like operas are good at that, right? <clears throat> All amidst lavish scenery, traditional costumes, famous classical music, one of my favorite operas. You will love it. And even if you're not an opera buff, it's a good first opera. We'll be back shortly talking about the Seattle Recycled Arts Festival. Stay tuned to 11.50 a.m. for more on Artbeat Northwest. Sweetheart Michaela, when I met Carmen. Support for Artbeat Northwest with Pat Polly comes from Pratt Fine Arts Center, offering year round classes for youth, teens, and adults. Located in the central area, Pratt is the only facility in the Northwest where 
Absolute beginners and established professional artists work side-by-side creating art in glass, metal, stone and wood sculpture, jewelry and metal smithing, painting, drawing, printmaking and mixed media. Learn more and register for classes at Pratt.org. Working hard to put a smile on your face. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to RV Northwest. Michael Arndt, Claire Mendelson and Donovan Allen are here talking about the Seattle Recycled Arts Festival coming up June 8th in Georgetown. So uh, let's talk about this art festival. What's your history? Are you new? Have you been around a while? We've Michael? Been, <laughs> this is our third year. Uh, so you're kind of new, really? Kind of new, but we have grown substantially over this last three years. Uh, we started off with just a juried show down in uh, Greenwood. We moved up to the Finney Center last year uh, because we got so much more to our festival. And then this year we had to move to a new site, which is going to be the Georgetown Carnival, because we have so much artwork that we want to showcase. And we have so many other pieces that we want to make part of the festival. You know, and I was wondering how they were going to get the space to do that. But you're telling me they're even going to close. So Airport Way is going to be closed from the south end, uh, Carson Street, all the way up to Leary. And that's going to be part of the carnival that happens. And that's their art walk night as well. So from noon till 10 o'clock that day, June 8th, uh, we will have that whole area to work with. So that should be a fabulous big festival. But, you know, what's your mission? Why are you so passionate about doing this recycled art festival? We, me and Claire kind of start this, this idea, you know, three, four years ago. And it was to figure out ways to incorporate more recycled materials into the artwork and get that out into the mainstream, into the main galleries in town, and to help the emerging artists become more mainstream. Yeah, and we noticed that there were a lot of individuals around Seattle and the area doing a lot with repurposed materials. I mean, we, were, we had building reuse, we had artists making things, we had classrooms. And so we thought, what if we brought these people together and in addition to improving our own practice and, and making sure that we're making art out of materials, say, bound for the landfill, um, what if we could use this as a way to inspire the community and to get others involved in thinking about the materials they use every day and how much they may or may not be wasting? So you're just, re- you're just refocusing everyone on uh, the importance of recycling and using things and really, the more locally you recycle, the better, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And art is a really fun way um, to look at this issue that maybe can be a little more inspiring and not so heavy. Yes. Uh, and so we all need to protect our environment. And uh, this gives a real focus on uh, recycling and doing that. Uh, okay, so you're saying this, Seattle Recycled Arts Festival. This is a big thing. It's part of the Georgetown Carnival. And, of course, it's the Art Attack weekend. And uh, it's really going to be a big celebration. Exactly. Uh, 
Now, how do you um, how do you define recycled art? How do you make sure it's you know you can call it that? Uh, we are calling it seventy five percent of items that are reusable, repurposed, and recycled. So it doesn't have to be truly recycled. It's finding out new ways of uh, applying something that cannot be used anymore, whether it's trash or something that is recyclable. It's something that can be repurposed into a new piece of work. And oh. maybe another way to think about it, Pat, too, is is that every piece that you see um, incorporated into the art pieces, this isn't its first life, right? It lived a past life as something else, whether it was a chip bag or whether it was you know, a piece of metal that came out of a machine. Um, this is at least its second life in this piece of art, and maybe it's third, fourth, fifth, and so on. Never know. So what are the categories? Now, I understand that artists can still submit works to the uh, recycle show, right? Yeah. So the submission site's open till the 14th of this month, so you only have uh, seven more days. Okay, and what you give, why don't you give your website right now so people, we'll give it the end too. www.seattlerecycledarts.com Okay, and I know one of the big things they're doing is they're doing a big sculpture area of recycled art, and Donovan is in charge of that. Why don't you talk about your sculpture area and some of the things that you have there, Donovan? Well, we're still waiting on submissions, which we need. Uh, we would really appreciate some more of. So any aspiring artists out there um, that like building outdoor sculptures should really consider it. This year, it's actually broken into two categories. There's garden art and, like, I don't know, like outdoor fine art. And both of them are at the south end of the uh, Georgetown Carnival. Some of my work will be there. I haven't really picked my pieces yet, but <laughs> there may be a giant angel, like big big wings. It's about 10 feet tall and it's all made out of just different parts from cars and rebar and just all, all kinds of stuff that I've picked up along the way. Some wrenches are in there. Um, there is uh, one of the submissions we have right now is a uh, seven foot flamingo, um, also made out of recycled steel. So, And we well, have prizes this year. Yes. Um, oh, so you get you know, prizes. Membership. You don't just get a blue ribbon. Right. No, yeah. Well, prizes at all are wonderful. Great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so some of those prizes are. Right. So there's some, uh, the top three winners um, will get uh, posthumous grants to put their work in another event that happens later um, in the fall. And free membership at Altspace, which is a like makerspace. They have oh, great. Yeah, all kinds of tools that artists can use um, that normally may be beyond their budget. So um, any entry gets a free month adult space as well. And then uh, some of the prizes also include like free welding classes at uh, Hazard Factory. and so. Oh, wow. As so, well as placement for two pieces uh, on Airportway. Well, it sounds like you have a lot of interesting pieces, but you need to get a few more. There's prizes. Artists, get your work in. When's your deadline for the sculpture? It's the, it's the same, 14th. Oh, okay. Seven days. Oh, okay. Oh, got to get it in. Okay, and then I heard there is going to be wonderful uh, runway shows of recycled fashion. Um, <clears throat> yes. So this year, um, we're expanding it. We're going to do three different 
types of shows. The first one is going to be trash wear, where your items, your outfit has to be made out of things that are non-recyclable, things that you cannot put in the city of uh, Seattle's recycling bin. So, well, that's kind of restrictive, but I guess people get their imagination going. Oh right? yeah, so things like CD, uh, light bulbs, paper wrappers, candy wrappers. It's it's bottle very caps. Bottle caps. Yeah, we have. So, some what great kind pieces. of things have people made so far out of things that are non-recyclable? <laughs> uh, one lady took some broken umbrellas. And used the fabric and the frames out of that to create her outfit out of that. And then she used buttons. And she decorated the, the umbrellas with buttons. Oh, what people can think of. Yeah. Well, I guess it gets you thinking out of the box, doesn't it? And that's the challenge. And then our next one is the green fashion, which is your everyday wear. So it's clothing that you would wear normally day to day. And our Day last- to day. Okay, so casual clothing. I know one of the things that Claire was saying is that it's now fashionable to do uh, patches on everything. Yeah, visible mending. Visible mending. <laughs> so, uh, so you probably have a fair amount of that showing up. Yeah, so we're going to have a stage that Claire is going to be working on, and one of the artists will be doing that, that type of work where they'll be showing how to do visible mending. Oh, that's going to be part of your artist in action. Yeah. Oh, so now you know, so they start out with jeans with holes in them, and now you're going to do visible mending to patch the holes, and then what's next after <laughs> that? I mean, so, and then probably all kinds of T-shirts and things like that or, yeah. uh, you know, imaginative things with those, right? Exactly. So we're still getting submissions, and we're... We're going to be encouraging people uh, to keep on submitting pieces for the show. Uh, we're hoping to have three hours worth of show this year. Oh, wow. And um, we're really looking forward to, like, the first one that I mentioned, the the uh, the trashware. But also the big one that always brings everybody in is the dumpster couture. Dumpster couture. I like that. And I saw a picture of somebody at... Dumpster Couture, in fact, she looked like she could have come right off the runway in some big show, you know. Yeah, but. so the piece that's on our flyer this year for the Call for Art was done by Kim McCormick last year. Uh, she was in UK Vogue for her pieces of work. And, uh, yeah, she is fairly well known for her artwork. And so these are... Uh, Things you might wear to a party, exactly, or a gala, or well, that should be really interesting. Yeah. I bet you have a lot of submissions for that. We do because there are a lot of uh, people that really get into that sort of thing. But listen, it's already time for a break. We've been here talking about the Seattle Recycled Arts Festival. We'll be right back with more on RV Northwest. From new exhibitions to community events, Bellevue Arts Museum is always new, always different, and always exciting. Through March 24th, see Dylan Neuwirth, Omnia. Neuwirth is a contemporary artist working with light, space, and interactive technologies. The exhibition traces a metaphorical life cycle from the cosmic to the personal, including work in video, performance, sculpture, and neon. The museum's fifth 
Biennial. BAM Biennial 2018, BAM Glass-tastic, will be on view from November 9th through April 14th. This juried exhibition showcases the best work in glass from 48 established and emerging Northwest artists, craftspeople, and designers. For more information, visit BellevueArts.org. Get inspired every hour right here on Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Artbeat Northwest. Michael Arndt, Claire Mendelson, and Donovan Allen are here talking about the Seattle Recycled Arts Festival coming up June 8th in Georgetown. And um, you're also going to have some artists in action at your show Um why don't you tell me who's going to be there? Yeah, so this is one thing this year I'm really excited about um, because the group I work with, Art Tech and Trash, we we do build art out of trash and we try and integrate electronics into it. But our main purpose is to try and inspire others and to show people um, kind of to break down the barriers and that this isn't as hard as you think and to try and inspire others. So this year's Artist in Action demonstrations um, we'll go above and beyond what anything we have done because we're going to have several artists that are displaying throughout Georgetown Carnival, throughout Seattle Recycled Arts Festival, and they're going to get a short period of time to demonstrate what they do and show maybe one of their techniques, talk about what inspired them, um, show their different pieces of art. And so participants to the festival can come by and you know get inspired by these amazing works of art. And you also have an interactive piece of art we do. That's a part of this. Why don't you explain that? Yeah. I mean, everybody that comes to the festival gets a chance to be part of that art piece, right? Yeah. So what I found is, you know, it's not enough to show people art, that they want to do it themselves. So next to the artist in action, and actually um, all along 12th Avenue, there's going to be a lot of opportunities for kids to get involved and kids to build things, but also, you know, I mean, 8 through 108 can participate in this collaborative art piece. So Art Tech and Trash will set it up. We're going to go ahead. Like I said, we do um, interactive electronics. So we embed LEDs that respond to the public into our art. So we'll have all the electronics in the piece already. And then anybody can walk up and take from our variety. We'll have a whole bunch of trash and a whole bunch of repurposed materials. Um, Maybe imagine tearing a computer apart and everything you would find there. So we might have parts from that. We might have wrappers. Um, and so they can come up and add a piece of trash to this collaborative art piece. So the goal is that by the end of the festival, we'll have a finished piece that was created by everybody. And um, is this going to be an artistic piece? or <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, so we'll do a little bit. Um, uh, this is kind of... This is kind of our gig that we do, um, and we go to various events and do it. So they'll the basic design will already be laid out, um, and there'll be some sort of guidance. So, and when you come up, but you do have a say, right, on which part you choose um, and where you put it. Now, and also besides this one that you can participate in, aren't a lot of your um, pieces, like you can push something on them. I mean, they're from old computer parts and all of this. I mean, a lot of people are interested in that sort of thing. And then you make them do things uh, that are interesting, but not what was initially uh, the purpose of these parts. Exactly. And let me let me try and explain this because I know this is kind of hard to imagine what we're talking about here. 
Um, I'm actually hoping to convince a couple of my students, hopefully you're listening, um, to show <laughs> their pieces this year. So, for example, um, one of my friends made a disco Sasquatch. <laughs> Sounds crazy, but she made this whole um, Sasquatch out of repurposed materials, including some fabrics um, and including plastics. And, and then we put in, we made a disco ball and we put in LEDs in that disco ball. And so when you interact with her piece, anytime you make sounds, so if you snap your fingers, the disco ball will flash to the snap uh-huh. of your fingers. So that's one example yeah. um, of what this art might be like. Uh, we have several um, octopus pieces that we make, and we've used broken holiday lights. So they're all made out of glass, but it's repurposed glass. And then as you approach them, they change colors. Or if you cover up a light sensor, it might flash and do something interesting. So, so, the, you, so you give classes in this sort of thing, too. I do, yeah. And so we, we work with um, both young people and with adults. And that'll be primarily through Seattle um, Artist League. And so they're going to be with us oh, this year oh. as well. Oh, wonderful. Um, next to the booth. And they're going to be helping with that collaborative piece. So then let's say, you know, if, it, if I meet my goal and I inspire people, they'll, maybe they'll go create on their own or maybe they'll come take a class and learn some more. And that's one of the things about our festival is just the networking. So we're connecting all these different people to different groups and businesses to help encourage the whole sustainable atmosphere. And it sounds like, you know, it's a chance to uh, tie environmentalists to artists. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's got to be a great thing. You it think is. you'll be have a lot of environmentalists there as well as artists? Yeah, so we have information booths that will be set up with uh, different groups that have been in contact with us. And uh, so we're hoping to have several of those types of people involved and just sharing what they're doing in in the local neighborhood here. Now, you mentioned that you had a lot of things for children, and you have uh, one of your partners that really works a lot with children, and uh, uh, they're going to be there doing some things with children, right? So... I think uh, participants, I think there are a lot of things there that kids would be interested in, don't you? Oh, definitely. I agree. So and bring the whole family. Yeah, definitely. And Seattle Recreative um, will be there, um, and they're an integral part of this festival. And so they, if you've ever um, been to any event around Seattle, you've probably interacted with them. They're excellent about having um, activities for any age of child. So I highly encourage families to come out. And then there's a whole set separate section in the carnival focused strictly for kids and families. That's kind of over by the all-city coffee area. Oh, that's great. And we should probably mention that it's free. Yes. (laughs) You know, it's free, which is really great, especially for families, because when you bring the whole family to anything, sometimes, you know, it can get a little bit expensive. Um, But so is most of the uh, recycled art for sale, uh, Donovan, is your sculpture for sale? Will that be in garden art? Are, you gonna, are people going to be able to purchase some of that? Absolutely. Um, everything that's in the, you know, in the sculpture gardens will be purchasable, and some of those proceeds will go back into helping fund next year's SRAF. Oh, really? How about the art that's in some of the galleries? Uh, I understand there are quite a few galleries in that area that are showing recycled art now? Yeah, so because we grew so big with so many different artists that are involved and new emerging artists, 
we needed to find a space where we could show all these different pieces of artwork this year. So we reached out to seven different galleries to host us, and we're going to be sharing all this juried artwork amongst those different galleries, and uh, all that artwork will be for sale. Oh, so you really will have a lot of recycled art out there, not only on the closed-off street, but in seven galleries. This is really a wonderful, this is by far your biggest festival, right? Yes, yes. But we are already running out of time. Thank you so much, Michael and Claire and Donovan, for coming in and talking to us about this wonderful festival. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you so much, Pat. Oh, yes. Now, again, how can we go online to find out more? And, of course, if we're uh, artists that are working with recycled things, especially sculptors, uh, we want to get in touch through the website. www.seattlerecycledarts.com Great. Well, let's all get down to Georgetown on June 8th. And it's uh, noon to... 10, or, yeah, noon to 10. Noon to 10. Okay. They get started late, but they stay late there for the wonderful Seattle Recycled Arts Show. Yes, noon to 10. And be sure to listen in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Drive time for Artbeat Northwest for news and views on the local art scene. I'm Pat Polly signing off on Alternative Talk 1150. Have a great uh, creative uh, recycling week. (laughs) 